Hello everyone, welcome to the Soul Centered Podcast. I am your host, Sierra, and I am so excited to be with you all here today. Um, I hope everyone is having such a beautiful and groovy day. Um, so much to be excited about, right? Um, so here we are. Welcome to my first episode. Um, I am so excited to be diving into, into this space and into this journey and really seeing what unfolds. Um, but before we start with um, my connection with all of the others, I thought it was a good, a good place to start with, with myself and share a little bit about me with all of you and kind of my story, my experience. And so um, for those of you who have no idea about me, uh, my name is Sierra and I am a, I am a psychic reader. Um, and so with that comes a lot of different kinds of things. And so I tend to have a lot of people question um, what my life was like and what the journey was like with me and, and how I kind of moved into this space. And so it's interesting because when I think about the idea of moving into this space, it doesn't necessarily seem like something that um, I ever really wanted to fully move into. Um, It was kind of something that was always just a part of who I was. Um, And so to hear about my story, we kind of have to go, we kind of have to go back. And when I talk about back, I mean, We kind of have to go way back. And so I'm originally from Iowa. Um, For those of you who have been there um, and for those of you who haven't, uh, you know that there's not a whole lot going on in Iowa. And so I had a pretty um, normal upbringing. You know, mom and dad um, had a a pretty nice, cozy place to to sleep at night. Um, I grew up with two brothers who... I just love and adore, but at the time, um, you know, just normal sibling, let's beat the shit out of each other. Um, So I had a really normal, healthy um, upbringing. Everything was pretty good. Um, Besides the fact that majority of my life was surrounded with multiple hauntings. And so um, that all started when I was pretty young. And it's funny to look back on that time now and to kind of like have conversations with certain family members about that time in my life. And so, you know, I was pretty scared when I was a child. Uh, I used to drive my mom absolutely insane. My dad, for some reason, doesn't tend to remember all of this. I don't know if he was just ignoring some of it, thought I was dramatic. I don't know. We laugh about it now, though. Um, But it drove my mom nuts. I couldn't stay home alone. Um, I had a younger brother that, you know, I, I refused I refused to watch if it was just me and him in the house. Um, I was always really uncomfortable whenever whenever I was alone and whenever I felt like I didn't have, I don't know, someone else near. And so um, looking back at that, you know, I remember always going through different experiences and everything always tended to happen in the basement. You know, I always felt really, really weird, weird energy in the basement. And so, you know, looking back, I have more of an understanding centered around it, but at the time it was some scary shit. Um, and then, you know, it moved from 
um, sensing it to having really, really vivid dreams. And um, the dreams were, you know, anywhere from me being able to sense what I sensed in the basement, but then also seeing them in my dreams to just like really uncomfortable, I guess we could call them nightmares. And so, you know, it wasn't necessarily the most comfortable experience. And so um, then there came a time where I blocked it off and I went back to, you know, just running around being a normal, I guess, I don't know if normal's the word to use, but just running around doing my thing. Um, Yeah, just experiencing childhood and life and um, everything kind of quieted and it wasn't, it wasn't up until, um, until I was in high school again that things started presenting themselves. And I remember at this time um, having like a little bit more of a distraction around this. Um, We had some things going on in my family that I was able to pay attention to more. Um, I drank a lot in high school, um, which, you know, when I look back at it now, um, I was definitely trying to quiet a lot of the things that were starting to present themselves. You know, I, I didn't have a whole lot of outlet with with what was going on, especially coming from a small town in Iowa where, you know, these kinds of conversations aren't necessarily had. And so, um, so yeah, it was kind of an interesting time. Um, but high school things started up again. Um, but this was a lot of activity, you know, um, you can talk to, you can talk to my brothers about it. Uh, they refused to live with me ever again because of how much, uh, paranormal activity happened when, when we got to that age, uh, in life, but you know, it'd be things like stuff falling off the walls, right. Or, um, you, you, you'd be in the shower and all of a sudden, you know, you have the radio on and the lights would shut off and the radio would go from, you know, volume five to like volume 50 within a second. And so, um, you know, weird little things like that would happen, but I say weird lightly because it was super uncomfortable. Um, you know, my, all my family has stories about different things, which they all love, they all love to, uh, now blame me for, but you know, that kind of, that kind of experience was, I suppose, common and normal. Um, and I was, I don't know, I was, uncomfortable but like okay okay with it and so it was it was never really that big of a deal um I was able to kind of I don't know move through it um but then then things kind of got a little bit intense for me and so um it was right around my 18th birthday um and it was like man it was like the floodgates they really really opened up um I had this I had this coworker at the time who um, was, wow, very spiritually connected. Um, it was something that I had no awareness of at the time. Um, but looking back, you know, and, and knowing what I know now, uh, there was, yeah, she was, she had a lot of things going on. And so, um, my real first like conscious aware awareness experience, I suppose, um, I was 18 and it wasn't, it wasn't a positive one. Um, I was met with some really, really dark energy. And so, uh, yeah, the story, the story goes, uh, I went, I went to the coworker's house. Um, she was having just a little gathering. I was finishing up 
working there for the summer, uh, getting ready to head off to college. And, and so I went to her house and it was like this immediate gut feeling that I shouldn't have been going inside, but you know, I went in anyways and ignored that. And, um, so, and I went and, um, yeah, it was, it was from that moment until the moment that I left that it was just so much darkness. And so, um, you know, I kept feeling things all around the house and it felt kind of as if I was being watched a little bit. And so she started having um, a pretty open conversation with me and through this conversation, she started sharing some things that for some reason like resonated within me. And I felt like I had this understanding, but it was almost as if it was in a language that I had never heard before. Um, and she started talking to me about, uh, the things that would happen to me when I was little down in the basement. Right. And so she started talking about these energies that I would feel in the basement and she was giving me a reading. And, you know, at the time I had no idea what was going on, but she's giving me this reading. And so, um, she then starts asking me about the energies I feel in her home and, you know, I'm sharing and uncomfortable as hell. And, um, the next thing I know, she asks me if I want to go into the basement with her. And, uh, so yeah, I, you know, for some reason decided I was going to do that. Um, you know, looking back at it, not something I would ever do again, but, um, I, I started the journey down into the basement and there I went. Uh, and as I went down there, um, it was just immediate. Um, I was met with, I was met with a force that, um, I don't, I don't usually, uh, identify, um, so intensely as, uh, I mean, it was, yeah, I was met with very demonic force and there was, there was three downstairs and, um, you know, it was, it was a feeling that, um, it's, it's undeniable when, when you're in that kind of presence, when you're in that kind of evil, I suppose. And, uh, yeah, it, it was, it was the first time that I ever felt so, so vulnerable, um, so vulnerable in my own body. And, you know, she then invited me into her room and I went into the room with her and, she was saging me. And at the time I'm like, what in the hell is going on? I have no idea what this is. And she's now doing this protection prayer over me and I'm so overwhelmed. And then I'm like, Oh my God, I just got to get the fuck out of here. And so, um, I go to leave and, um, you know, I, I kind of like grab my belongings quickly and I'm, I'm, I'm going to head out and, uh, she follows me out. And as she followed me, um, she, she was upset that I was leaving because she wanted me to stay. And she kept telling me that I had the power to, uh, to help eliminate. And I, I had these gifts and I had no idea what she was talking about. Um, but I just knew I wanted, I wanted to get the hell out of there. And so, um, it was in that moment that, um, things got pretty intense and yeah, she got a little bit more forceful and really genuinely wanted me to be there. And I just knew intuitively that I had, I had to leave. And so I left, um, and then it, it just, after that, it just kind of never stopped. And so, um, you know, that's when all of a sudden I, I wasn't sleeping anymore. Um, and you know, nothing followed me home, which was beautiful. And, um, but other things started opening after that night. And so, yeah, I, I didn't sleep anymore. And, um, it was this constant space of hauntings and really uncomfortable and, 
um, almost in a way that they were trying to scare me, right? So it was doors opening at night, um, car alarms going off um, in the middle of the night, you know, two, three in the morning, um, TVs turning on and off. I mean, it was just this constant space um, going to open a door and then it shutting in, in my face kind of stuff. And so um, I'm trying to juggle what's going on. And then on top of it, you know, it was, it was pretty scary. And then all of a sudden I can kind of hear what's going on and I'm starting to feel messages and I'm starting to understand why these spirits are in my house. And, you know, now I'm, um, you know, sitting in my college class and, some girl's sister who passed away is sitting next to me telling me things about this girl. And it's just, I mean, it was overwhelming. And, uh, you know, it, it kind of debilitated certain things going on in, in my life. And, um, yeah, I wasn't able to fully function. Um, and it wasn't, it wasn't great, but there was something about it, you know, and there was just like this little bit, this little bit of curiosity. And I just, I just kept going with it. And so, um, man, uh, you know, I had, I had, you know, one of my, my first teachers show up during that time and bless his soul. I give him so much credit for just God making me feel sane all the time. Um, and just, you know, helping me with feeling safe and comfortable, but those were some pretty intense times in my life. And, it's interesting because, you know, where I'm at now, uh, that kind of stuff feels like it's so far away. Um, you know, I've, I've moved into different practices that, you know, create boundaries around it, but yeah, those were in, those were pretty intense times. And, um, you know, on top of it, there weren't a lot of outlets and, um, I thought I was going crazy a lot. And then on top of it, um, I don't know how to tell anybody about what's going on. And it was super lonely. Um, it was super lonely, but there was something, there was something in me that just kept enough curiosity to just not shut it off because that's a thing. I mean, I could shut it off if I wanted to, but there was always something that just kept kind of pushing me forward. And so, um, you know, I was living at home for a while and then, Um, I kept getting the intuitive call to move to Colorado. Uh, My brother called me one day and the next thing I knew, uh, I was living in Colorado with my brother and my now sister-in-law and not really sure why I'm here, not really sure what I'm going to be doing. And, um, you know, all of a sudden my brother starts meditating and we're having these conversations and things are starting to kind of unlock. And then the next thing you know, we're at a crystal shop and I'm like, where in the hell are we? You know, I'm from Iowa, right? We don't have crystal shops in Iowa. And I, I meet this, this girl who then, who then sends me to this reader and, you know, I sit down and it's like for the first time I felt like I could be seen without being judged. It was just like the things that are happening in your life, the feelings that are going on, like, it just felt like someone understood and they got it. And so like, and this was without me even having to say a word. This was just like that feeling. And so, um, you know, I, I, I started learning from her and she started helping me, 
um, with these, these gifts. I mean, I remember, I remember the first thing that, uh, the first thing that happened, she sat down and or when I sat down, she said, Oh, you should be reading me. And I looked at her and I was like, excuse me, what? And she's like, Oh, you, Oh, you don't, you don't know what you do. And I was like, no, I don't, I don't know what I do. What are you talking about? And she's like, Oh no, you're a psychic reader. And, um, you have these beautiful gifts that, um, that are to be unlocked. And I literally was like, who in the hell is this lady? She's crazy. Um, but she's not. And it was, uh, the most wonderful thing that could have been presented to me. And so I started working really closely with her. Um, you know, uh, listening to, you know, just kind of her speak of what spirituality meant to her, her story, um, how we, how we connected, how we were different, um, what all of that meant. Um, she helped introduce me to different kinds of boundaries and protections. Um, you know, she was just kind of there for me and it was a really, it was a really beautiful thing to be a part of and to have someone who, um, could really help make me feel comfortable when I was going through so much discomfort. Um, you know, and during all of this time, this was all very private work still, you know, I'm 21, 22, just living in Denver and, you know, I'm nannying full time and that's the story I'm telling people. No one really knows what's actually going on and what kind of work that I'm diving into. And so I'm still kind of, a lonely experience, but it felt less lonely having her there, right? It felt like, well, it kind of took the loneliness away, I suppose. And so, um, yeah, I mean, she challenged me all the time and I started, you know, giving readings for people that I was close to and giving messages and, um, it was crazy and it was just this whole new experience, I suppose. And, um, yeah, it just, it really started opening, it started opening things up. And then, you know, little after little, I started, um, stepping into some more stuff. And then, um, and then what was so interesting is there was a time in my life where, um, I was really trying to develop all these, you know, gifts and skills. And I was kind of searching outward as, as much as I could finding anyone that could help you know, show me a different way or a different tool or something, you know, and I started going to these psychic development classes and man, man, were they fucking crazy. Um, and I had some pretty, pretty crazy, weird experiences in those, um, you know, and they taught me so many things, but I think the biggest thing that it taught me was, um, you know, that we're our own teachers and that there's all these things, um, that we have to unlock, but, it's an inward kind of process. And so it then brought me right back there to the gratitude of the woman that I worked with, um, who just showed me all of these different things. And I think that that's why, um, I do feel so called to, um, do the work and the mentoring, um, that I do because I understand what it's like to feel alone, um, during these times of, I don't know, a spiritual connection, um, spirituality awakening, maybe, um, we can call it the awakening. Um, yeah, I know what that's like. I know what it's like to go through some darkness. Um, I know what it's like to feel super isolated. 
Um, and to feel like you genuinely don't know how to even start expressing to somebody what's going on. And so, yeah, I guess that's, that's a huge part of why I like, um, I like working with clients one-on-one and developing some of that because yeah, it's not needed to go alone. And if, if I can share some of these tools with, with any of you now, before you have to go through some of the shit that I did, by all means, let me, let me pack my tools up and just deliver them to you. Um, and so, yeah, so, um, you know, the, the interesting thing is I kept it quiet for quite a while and, um, it was time after time again that I really felt like I needed to be stepping into this. I just, you know, I was scared. There was a lot of fear. I didn't know how people were going to respond. I didn't know. I didn't know if this was going to be something that I was going to be able to hold. Um, and it's just been such a beautiful, it's just been such a beautiful process. Um, so yeah, so I was nannying. I was here in Denver and I was nannying full time. And um I was working for a family and I really felt like my time nannying needed to be done, but there I was doing nothing about it. Um, and one day, uh, the mom called and was like, Hey, we're moving to London. Um, and we leave in a month. And so I decided, okay, here's my time. Um, I'm going to be done nannying. This is it. I'm, yeah, I'm stepping out. And so what did I do? I applied for Every job you could think of, I didn't stop. I'm, I applied to over 75 jobs. I got three callbacks. I got one interview um, who just happened to be one of the bigger creeps that I've sat down with uh, in my life. Um, and I was like, what in the hell is this shit? Like, I don't, I don't understand. Um, so I just kept going back to meditation and they just kept pushing. Just take the leap, take the leap, take the leap. And so I could hear it. And I knew that's what they were saying. Uh, but instead, I called my mom and I was like, hey, mom, um, I'm doing some reflecting. And I was just curious, what did you think I was going to be when I grew up? Um, and, you know, she shared what she thought. And it was, you know, I thought you're going to be a hairstylist or maybe a teacher or an actress. And I was like, well no, that none of those are going to happen. And no, I don't think that that's it. And, you know, and whatever we moved forward. And so then I'm like, okay, I'm going to call dad. So, you know, cause I didn't like her answer. And so I called my dad and I was talking to him and I asked him that same question. And, um, his response actually took me by surprise. Um, he started with, well, I never knew. Um, and then he said, but I did know that whatever it is, or whatever it was that you were going to do in life is you were going to do something where you talked um, and do something where you really help people. Um, And now at the time, my dad only knew a little bit about what it was that I was doing on the sidelines. Um, He wasn't quite sure about all of this psychic, spirituality, mediumship stuff. Um, And so... I, you know, started talking to him a little bit more about what that meant. And so, you know, he brought, he brought such interesting advice to me and he said, well, I think that you can do what you love and make no money and you'll be doing what you love or you can do what you love and you can make money and you're doing what you love. And he said, I think that you should take a chance. And so 
it was like that was my green light. You know, of course, still going outward searching for the validation, but that was my green light. And I ran with it. And the next day, um, I shared with everyone. Um, I say that it was my little psychic coming out party. Um, I shared with the whole world what it was that I did. Um, the whole world. <laughs> Oh, it's funny that I think it expanded that far. Um, I shared with my Facebook group people um, and my Instagram. Um, I shared with everyone uh, what it was that I did. And I started my page. And I, uh, I, remember, I remember my mom calling the next day and being like, so, so you, uh, okay, okay. So that's, that's it then, huh? And I was like, that's it. We're going to see what this does. And so... Um, man, has it been such a beautiful experience and one that, um, I don't think that, I don't think that I had any idea. Um, I had no idea what it was that was coming and it's, it's been such a beautiful journey, um, this far. And then that just, you know, gives me almost like butterflies in my stomach to think about what's coming. Um, but yeah, uh, all the fears and the doubts that I had, um, just kind of all, washed away at some point. Um, I started working with clients, um, a lot and it was a lot of readings. I was giving a lot of readings. Um, and what I was learning was that, um, there was, there was a lot of people who were, who were suffering through things and a lot of individuals who, um, you know, they were feeling the weight of the world. And it was something that, you know, I sat with and it was abnormal for someone not to cry during a session. And so I started really holding space. Um, and as, as I was doing so, it just, it started softening me. Um, and I started seeing things differently and, um, I started diving deeper into myself and what all of that meant. And it was, it was like an aha, like, I mean, it's like, it's like a no brainer. Um, I have to be doing this work. Like this is my soul's calling. And then, you know, all of a sudden it was more than just the psychic readings. And now I have, you know, clients that I'm working with helping develop their spiritual, their spiritual paths and, um, their journey and, and their spiritual gifts. Um, and to watch them grow. I mean, I was in awe every single week with every single client. Um, and then from there it went, to energy healings and, um, working with clients, um, to remove blocks and working with the chakras and and all of that. And so, um, and then it developed some more and, um, it moved from just that to, um, you know, now doing these beautiful womb space healings. Um, and I just, I sit back all the time in awe that I'm able to witness all of this growth and magic and healing and emotion that I get to sit with. Um, there's nothing else that there's nothing else that feels more aligned, um, than what it is that I do. And there's nothing that makes me feel more grateful than the fact that I have people who allow me to sit in space with them. Um, you know, I, I work with individuals who let me see them in their vulnerability and in their, you know, stripped really raw phases. Um, and they let me hold space for them. Um, it's such a beautiful thing to be a part of. And 
and yeah, it's just, it's so exciting to see what has come from where I started to where I am now, um, and really sitting in the present moment with it, um, and just taking advantage of all of the love that I feel with this, with this gift, right? Because it's, it hasn't always been like that. Um, it hasn't always been like this. And so, you know, when I look back, um, someone just asked me recently, would have you, would you do it all over again? And it's like, absolutely. Um, no question about it. I would sit through the darkness over and over and over if that meant, um, being able to help walk people, walk people to, to their light and to help them, you know, find hope and see themselves and just be a part of it. Um, not a question. Uh, this work is my, my absolute, I mean, there's no way around it. It's my soul calling and it's my absolute favorite thing, um, to be a part of. So I am just, so excited to be here. I'm so excited to dive into more conversations with other individuals and hear about their stories, what has helped wake them up, what has, um, you know, shaken them awake, whatever it may be. Um, I'm just so excited to be here and, um, uh, this is going to be fun and I will see all of you very soon.